chapter 26. Perfect. Now, as you know, the last few days, we've been listening in on some conversations that Jesus has had with his disciples and with some of the religious leaders. We've had the opportunity to listen and to hear the things that he'd been teaching them. Specifically, we've been listening to his description of his return, that he is coming back one day. Well, now, in chapter 26, we're kind of re-entering Jesus' story. Those conversations have come to a close, and now we're going to see what Jesus is doing. We're going to see what's happening in his life at this particular time. Now, if you remember, a little while ago we said, Jesus has entered Jerusalem. And he is in the final week of his life. In fact, at this point, he's coming down to the final days. He knows what is coming. And he is preparing his disciples. He's getting them ready for what is to come. Now, in these moments, we're going to see hearts are going to be revealed. We're going to start to see some of what's happening behind the scenes in the hearts of the people around Jesus. Now, let's start here at verse 1 in chapter 26. And it says, when Jesus finished saying all these things, the things we've been studying the last few days, he said to his disciples, as you know, Passover begins in two days and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Remember when he says the son of man, he's talking about himself. He told his disciples right here that it's almost time. I'm going to be handed over to be crucified. Now, his disciples still don't totally get it. They still don't totally understand, but that's okay. They're walking this journey with them. They're going to understand it bit by bit. Now, at the same time that this is happening, it says there's another conversation happening among the leading priests and the elders. So these are the the religious leaders, the church leaders of that time. They are having a conversation, and it says they are plotting how to capture Jesus secretly and kill him. So while Jesus is talking to his disciples saying, it's coming, I'm going to be crucified, these leaders are already plotting. Plotting means they're making a plan as to how they will capture and kill Jesus. Then we're going to see this other little story where Jesus is going to go and visit a friend. He's going to go visit a friend named Simon. And Simon is a man who once had leprosy and Jesus has healed him. And while he's eating at Simon's house, a woman comes in with this beautiful jar of expensive perfume. And do you know what she did with that jar? She poured it over his head. Now, the disciples were angry when they saw this. What a waste, they said. It could have been sold for a high price and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, replied, Why criticize this woman for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. I 
she has poured this perfume on me to prepare my body for burial. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. This was so important to Jesus that he has us talking about it now. He put it in the scriptures for all to see. This woman took something that was so valuable, so expensive, so important to her, and she poured it out over Jesus. This was an act of worship. And what she probably didn't understand at the time was that Jesus knew he was about to be killed. And what Jesus says to his friends is that what she's done is a beautiful act of worship. In fact, this perfume is preparing my body for burial. Wow. So we see this woman's heart revealed, her worship overflowing for Jesus. Now, verse 14, we're going to learn a little bit more about Judas. This says, Then Judas Iscariot was one of Jesus' twelve disciples, went to the leading priest. Remember, the priests are plotting how they can capture and kill Jesus. And he asked them, How much will you pay me? to betray Jesus to you. And they gave him 30 pieces of silver. From that time on, Jesus began, Judas began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus. So we saw the beautiful heart of this woman who worshiped the Lord with the best that she had. And now we see the heart of Judas. Judas was one of Jesus' friends. He was one of the the twelve that walked closely with Jesus. And Judas agreed to betray him for 30 pieces of silver. We see his heart revealed. And we're starting to see the pieces coming together that will lead to the death of Jesus. Now, the final piece that I want us to look at is called the Last Supper. And it's called that because this is the last meal that Jesus and his friends will eat together. And it's not just any meal. It's a very important one. So let's look at what it has to say. It says, On the first day of the Festival of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to prepare the Passover meal for you? As you go into the city, he told them, you will see a certain man. So tell him, the teacher says, my time has come and I will eat the Passover meal with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus told them and they prepared the Passover meal there. Let's pause for a second. So what is Passover? Passover is a huge holiday in the nation of Israel. Among this group of people in Jerusalem, this is a holiday that the people celebrate. And the reason they celebrate this holiday is to remember something that happened in the Old Testament. If we look back to the book of Exodus, and I want to encourage you to read this later, Exodus chapters 11 and 12, we will see the people of Israel, God's chosen people, were slaves in Egypt. And the Lord God was preparing a way to set them free. And there were many plagues that happened. Many things happened along the way, but this was the final one. He told his people to take a lamb 
that was unblemished, nothing wrong, perfect lamb, to kill that lamb and take its blood and put the blood over the doorframe of their homes. And everyone who followed God did this. They took the blood of the lamb and they put it over the door of their home. And that night, an angel came through Egypt and it killed the firstborn child of everyone that didn't have the blood of the lamb covering their door. The blood of the lamb saved the people. It allowed death to pass over them. So the people of Israel are celebrating that, that the Lord saved them. And this is the meal. This is the celebration that they're sitting down to with Jesus. And I want you to see what happens. That evening as Jesus sat at the table, the first thing he did is he lets his friends know, one of you will betray me. And Judas, the one who will betray him, says, Rabbi, am I the one? And Jesus said, yes, you have said it. And as they were eating, Jesus did something so important. He broke the bread. He prayed over it. He broke it. He gave it to his disciples and he said, take this and eat for this is my body. And then he took a cup of wine and he gave thanks to God for it. And he gave it to them and he said, each of you drink from it for this is my blood, which concern can which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. What he is explaining, what he's trying to show his disciples is how the Old Testament, the story of the Passover lamb in the book of Exodus was always about him. Remember, the Old Testament has been pointing, pointing, pointing forward to Jesus because Jesus will be the ultimate Passover lamb. The blood of Jesus will be poured out. His body will be broken like that bread was broken. Why? Because he will be the sacrifice for our sins. He will pay the payment for our sins. He will make a way for us to be free and to be his forever. Let's celebrate that today. God, you are good. We thank you for sending Jesus. Lord, as you just reveal our hearts and who we truly are and what we really believe, God, I pray that you would just grab hold of us, that we would see that you provided a way through Jesus Christ for us to be made clean, for us to be set free, and for us to be yours forever. Thank you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.